Coming to you live from the Johnny Packer Eyewear Studios in fabulous Dark Vegas, Mississippi. Please welcome our co-host, the best eye doc this side of the Mississippi, B.W. And now, welcome a true hero, a CF warrior whose favorite motto in life is, just keep living. Here's Johnny. All right, welcome back to the brand new edition of Johnny's World Podcast. Johnny here with my co-host, B.W. What's going on, B.W.? Not much. Long time no see. Doing all right? Long time no see. Glad to get back at it. Yeah, absolutely. Doing doing pretty well over here. How about yourself? Man, hanging in there. Glad it's finally summertime. Glad uh, glad the weather's getting warm and all that stuff. I don't like yeah. the cold weather anyway. So, um, And, uh, you know, football season going to be here before we know it. So we were just talking before we started recording here that – We'll be back on our weekly episodes in the football season to talk about all the games and all that stuff. That was fun last year. So, yeah, it was a cool way to get people involved with our little pick them thing we had going on and bringing on a different guest, previewing the games, had a connection to it. So we might uh, we might do that again. That was uh, that was a whole lot of fun. So uh, really looking forward to it. It'll be it'll be here before you know it. You know, it's uh, crazy how time flies and uh, yeah, summer pretty soon. So. Yeah. Well, I did have one announcement to make before we, before we get to the show, though. So I hadn't really even told you this yet. We've, we've talked back and forth about it. You know, the, uh, we've been doing the coffee for a little while there, and uh, we took a break from it because I was having some trouble with my distributor and getting some shipping done. And it, it was just it wasn't working as well as I wanted it to. So I ended up finding this new distributor that, uh, that does coffee. They do it a lot better than the one that we were working with, which the one we were working with before was really good, too. Um, but I feel like that's going to be a great way for us to raise more money for the CF foundation. And so I wanted to get back into it. Um, so I got to sign back up. We get, we're going to have a new website popping up here. Uh, I couldn't get johnnypacker.com to work anymore. So we're going to be johnnypacker.net. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but in the meantime, before we start selling that again, if you want to donate to our cause so we can give, give funds to the CF foundation, there should be a donate below button on the show notes here. Uh, so if anybody wants to help us raise some money for CF, just click the button below, and we appreciate y'all's support. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I uh, um, commend you on doing that. That's that's so cool. I'm glad we we're able to get it back going, and and hopefully uh, people will, will donate because like like we said in all these podcasts, you know, it's like without people donating, we wouldn't be able to have these medicines that are that that, that have come out that are pretty much keeping people with CF stable. You know, uh, but but there's still work to be done. There's people that don't have a drug there. And I've told y'all before, you know, I've been in that boat waiting, waiting, waiting for mine to come along. And I did, but there's still people, 10% CF population that don't have anything. So every little bit helps every little, you know, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, anything like that just goes towards the cause and, and uh, the more money they can get can, uh, can work on trying to find, uh, find more drugs to, to help um, extend the life of people with CF. Cause it's amazing how talking to someone the other day about it, how CF, when I was born, you know, it was pretty much a death sentence. You know, uh, you didn't live past childhood. And now they're saying with these new drugs that are coming out, you know, people are they're considering a condition and people are living, living long lives, living into adulthood and and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, so yeah, just uh, every little bit helps. And uh, we appreciate it if you uh, take the time and just donate a little bit or, or buy this coffee on uh, johnnypacker.net when he gets those up. So thank you all so much for, for all you all do and listen to us. And 
making this podcast a success and we'll keep doing it. Yes, sir. Well, you want to introduce our guests? Yeah, we'll, uh, we're, we're, we're happy to have our guest on today. As you know, we've had, we listen to this. We have a lot of Mississippi State athletes, and coaches, and uh, players on here. And uh, today we have a great one. Uh, we got a uh, Mississippi State uh, softball player, Briley St. Clair on. And I uh, can't wait to hear about Mississippi State softball. And you got a little uh, uh, glasses deal we want to hear about also. So welcome to Johnny's World, Briley. Yes, thank you all for having me. Yeah, well, uh, well, tell us a little bit about how you uh, how you end up in Starville. So um, when I committed, it was before the rule changed. So I actually verbally committed to Mississippi State when I was 15 years old. Um, so that's like a, a big decision to make for a child. And, um, sure. you know, when I, I committed, I've, I've never second guessed it. I've never wanted to be anywhere else or wanted to play anywhere else. Um, luckily, thankfully, because that is a life changing decision to make. Um and I always just remember, like, just just so ready to be in Starkville. I couldn't wait to be in Starkville. I mean, since the day that I came here on a visit, I was just like, I love this place, and this is where I want to be. So it made it made my recruit recruitment process pretty easy. Um, you know, I was just always excited to be here, always excited to play for our coaches um, and wear Mississippi State jersey. But um, so yeah, I committed when I was very young. But it was one of those things where. When I came to Mississippi State, I knew like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. So I was very blessed with that. And in the whole recruitment process, our coaches are great. Um, I'm so thankful that they took a chance on a small town girl from San Rock, Alabama. And, you know, it's just been life changing and I love it here. And I don't think I'd ever want to be anywhere else. That's really cool. Um, I was curious. So I, I know a whole lot about how baseball recruiting and all that stuff works, but I don't know as much about softball. So, but I have a daughter that's 10 that's, that's interested in softball. And so is it similar to baseball? I mean, do you have to play all the travel teams and you have to do, you know, the year round stuff. Like if you really want to get noticed, is, is that kind of the same thing? Yeah, I would say that the recruitment processes are very similar. Um, mm. I played travel ball my entire life, so I was gone. I could probably count on one hand how many days I was home during the summer. Um, we played fall ball. Um, I went to a lot of camps. Uh, I think that's really mm -hmm. where, like, I got offered after a camp. So I think that yeah. camps are really beneficial, too. So, yeah, I think it's pretty similar. Okay. So when did you actually start playing? Um, I played baseball until I was eight and then I decided to switch over to softball because we, well, I played like Dixie youth baseball, like little league baseball. Mm -hmm. and I always made all stars, like, you know, and then I didn't make all stars. And so I was like, mom was like, it's time to switch over because I should have yeah. made all stars. But I think it was to the point where I was like, it wasn't cool for the girl to be better than the guys, you know, like yeah. when you're it's like, oh, you know, like that's so cool that she's, you know, she's good. But then I think that there was a little bit of, um, I don't know, I don't want to say jealousy because I don't want to think of it like that. But I think that it was, you know, something to do with me being a girl and why I didn't make it. So then I switched over to travel ball and I never played rec league travel ball or rec league softball. I always played um, for the Birmingham Bolts and that a great organization definitely made me into the player that I am today. I wouldn't be where I am without them. And, um, you know, just never looked back after I got there. Yeah, that's cool to hear because my daughter plays baseball right now, and she was the only girl on the team this year, and she was one of the best hitters. And so 
but next year, I don't, I don't think she's, she's going to want to play because she's reached that point now where it's yeah. like, all right, it's time then to you get, you get to the, to the age where the boys are like obviously much stronger and like, you know, so I was also getting to that point too. So yeah, it was good. That's what had a good time. Yeah. That's cool. So I guess you're from a small town in Alabama though. So, so it wasn't a big transition to go to a place like Starkville. Is, is there similarities there? Um, I, I don't think it was a big transition. I think, um, you know, I traveled a lot with travel ball. I've been to a lot of different places and, um, it was, it's very different from, from Sand Rock, but it's also similar because it is a, a small town, you know, like everybody knows everybody and it, it really does have like that home feeling. So I think that's what kind of like sold me on it was it, it felt like home. Yeah. Well, well, growing up in uh, in Alabama, I have to ask you about this. I've seen these pictures online of uh, noodling, man. Tell, tell us a bit about that. How you got involved in that? Well, me and Brandon were talking beforehand. He was like, I had a buddy of mine try to get me to do that, man. I just couldn't re- re- just take my hand down in there. So, tell us about how you yeah. got involved in that. So um, I have friends that do it, and I've always, like, watched people do it. And one day I was just like, you know what? Like, I think I want to go. So we went, and every time I go home during the spring – um, that's something that I, I do like to do. I still enjoy doing, um, I'm probably going to go here pretty soon. So that's going to be exciting, but I just love like adrenaline rushes and I love adventures and obviously I love to fish. So all that combined is just, I don't know. It's so fun when you talk about it, it sounds a little crazy, but like when you're doing it, it doesn't feel that crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> But do you have a pretty good idea that one is down in there or you're just like sticking your hand in there? Yeah, well, it depends. It, I mean, if you're if you're doing it in the side of a bank or in the side of a boat ramp, then you really don't have an idea what's in there. But like sometimes you can you can see in there and see what's what's actually in there. So. So have you heard of any like crazy stories where anybody's been bitten by something that wasn't? Um, I, I haven't. And I don't think I want to. Yeah. <laughs> so that might scare me a little bit. But um, last spring when we went, um, we were in, like, there was an entrance hole and an exit hole. And so the entrance hole, that's the hole that we were at. And then the exit hole was out on the other side of the bank. And, like, a beaver swam out of the exit hole. And we were, like, pulling up. So we were, like, we're oh, just going to not go to this one. That was <laughs> probably pretty traumatic. Ooh. What's, the, what's the biggest one you've gotten? Um, I want to say the one I caught last spring was around 50 pounds. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is this in a river or a lake or or both? Um, well, so we go to the lake that's close to my house, but you could really, I mean, anywhere, I guess. Okay. And y'all put them back in there, right? You're not eating those big ones like that. No, no, we put them back. (laughs) Okay. And do you, have you done any fishing or anything like that in Starkville? Um, I mean, occasionally we'll go and like fish some ponds and stuff, but never too serious. Just like when I need a break or when I'm feeling like I just want to go sit outside, we'll go fish the pond, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, well let's yeah. talk about uh, last year, you know, or our well, past two years, our baseball team hadn't been that good, but man, I feel like the attention last summer, this time last year was just, Softball, softball, softball. How, how exciting was that with, with Coach Ricketts and what, what, what's going on with the softball program last year? Hosting, it was just uh, it was a pretty magical time in Star Wars. Yeah, um, 
That is definitely probably going to be my favorite memory of college in general. Um, Being able to win a regional and host a super regional was just obviously that's like your goal, you know, like that you want to, you want to, you want to host, you want to make it to the college world series. So being able to do that last year, I think um, gave us a taste of, of what we're capable of. And, you know, it was just, it was great to like see that and to be able to do that with, with my best friends and um, for our coaches and staff. And it was just really unlike anything that I've, I've been a part of here. And it was just, it was great. Honestly, that was just the best time. I think, um, you know, we didn't come out of the super regional. I think that, I think that we could have, I think that we could have uh, went to the college world series, but you know, sometimes things just don't play out in your favor, but um, getting a taste of that was just unlike anything that I, I can describe. It was the best time that I've had playing softball in my entire life. That's awesome. Well, and y'all had a tough schedule this year too. I mean, it seems like y'all played almost every ranked team that was out there. And then, of course, you played number one Oklahoma, right? So um, what was that like to play them? Was there, were, they, were they on a different level or was it really just like any SEC team? Um, they're a very respectful team. There's no doubt that Oklahoma has a great softball program, um, a great coach, great girls. Um, they were great, and it was fun to play against them. Um, but you know, you have to go into it thinking like they're just a, another softball team, you know, and yeah. I mean, they're, they're very well decorated. They've won championships. They have all Americans, but you know, like you just go into it thinking like it's no softball team. Um, we're just, you know, and it really does like, honestly, that entire weekend, it felt like we were playing like a conference game, you know, cause you have to be dialed in like every pitch, every inning, you know? Um, but I love playing them. I hope we continue to play them. I think it it challenges us and it betters us. And I don't think that anything bad could ever come from it. Um, you know, I think it it shows the younger girls like this is what this is the program that we're working towards. Like this is ultimately our goal and like how we want to perform and how we want to play. So I think I think it's beneficial. Yeah. That's cool. well, what about like, like, you know, when you're playing at duty, Noble, we have all these people in the outfield that heckle the opposing players. You see that on the road. I've seen I think I saw a video on Twitter somewhere where some people were seeing it, doing poetry to you. Well, so normally it goes like, they're pretty rude to me. Like the first few innings, which is normal. I expect that. I, I mean, I, I don't mind it. I think it's funny. Like, I think that's just, you know, the game that I play. And so um, normally they're, they'll be a little rude to me, but by the end, we're normally, we, we're all friends. So it's fun. It, I, I enjoy it. I, I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, I always like, always leave and then we're always friends. So it keeps me entertained. Does anybody ever get you food or anything like that? Like at Duty Noble? Um... You know, not not really. I think we would eat chicken wings when we would play at home, and they would grill. They would throw me some wings to the outfield, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's well, tough though because your hands all greasy and stuff. So, uh huh. Yeah. Well, I, I got to ask about uh, about Coach Bratton. I, I, I saw a video on him. Uh, well, first of all, I see him doing something about an arm farm, working out. Like, what what's the light with him? It seems like a cool dude, and then. And then I saw a video where he just freaking just went off on the umpire this past year. That's got to be cool to have a guy, a guy like that that will take up for you. And, and what's it like playing with him? 
Climate Forum. Yeah. So, um, so T. Brat originally recruited me. Um, I was I was in an outfield or doing outfield with him at a camp, and um, so he showed interest and um, wanted me to come here, wanted me to play here. And you know, I'm very thankful for T. Brat. He's he's got me where I am today. Um, and it's so fun playing under him. He's the outfield coach, so I'm with him 24 seven. He's funny. He's a great guy to be around. Um, a good role model. And, you know, in games, he's, he, you know, that he has your back. And I think that's, that's a great quality of a coach just to go out there and, you know, you respect them. You want to play for them because, you know, the second that anything happens, like they're going to have your back and, and they want the best for you and want the best for the program. And I think that T-Rat does an amazing job at that. You know, sometimes the calls don't, don't always go our way and, you know, that he's always going to fight for us. And that's all you can ask for from a coach really is just to, have your back when you're down, have your back when you're, when you're being, when you're successful. So yeah, no, he's great. He's great to play for. That's awesome. Well, we, uh, you know, Brandon is, uh, is an optometrist and, uh, and the way we started this podcast, we started this podcast a couple of years back. He, uh, he had, uh, I've been always interested in glasses and he, um, I was always asking if he could design some glasses like, like Johnny Depp or something like that. And, and he was like, man, I, I think you, you know, there's a pretty expensive. Let me see if I can, I can make them. And long story short, it took a few years. We ended up uh, getting a guy to make them. And, and we started selling our glasses from his store and online for, for over a year. And having the proceeds go to uh, Stick Fibrosis Foundation and all that sort of stuff. It's a fight uh, my, with my fight with CF. And so uh, so when I heard about your your deal, that you were signing a deal with uh, with a glasses thing, I, I told Brandon, I was like, she'd be perfect to get on. She's a Mississippi State athlete. We talk about state. And then this glasses thing. So tell us, our, our listeners, just promote it. Tell whatever you want to talk about, how that came to be and, and all about it. Um, yeah. So so really for this whole um, the Sunglass Line, I'm just excited. And I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity that I've been given to um, be able to do this. Um, I know with me personally, I've always, like, I have a small face. So, like, sunglasses are normally just huge on me. So that was something that I wanted to just incorporate was um, making sunglasses for females and like for female athletes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to designing a um, performance sunglass like specifically for softball players. And that that's exciting to me. Anything that I could do to give back to this game that's given so much to me, I'm going to jump at the opportunity. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. That's cool. My wife has a small face. And so. Even like I sell glasses, and so sometimes it's hard to find some that fit for her. So that's pretty cool. Um, I have to ask you too: Have you ever heard of the contact lenses? They're called Altus, and they're tinted, and they so uh-huh. like they look they look like you have sunglasses on. Does anybody on the team wear those or anything? Um, not that I know of, but maybe. Um, I know that a few. We have a picture of Kenley Hulk um, last year. She or this past season, she would wear like goggles, kind of. Like yeah. they were like glasses, but um, like sports glasses. I know that she would wear yeah. those, but I've, I've not heard of anybody wearing the contacts now. Yeah, but that, they're pretty cool. They're yeah, kind of intimidating when you look at them. They look, you kind of look like you're scary, but, but it's oh, cool. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I just had another question. I have, since I'm an eye doctor, I do a little work with athletes, um, with baseball players, with vision performance, and it's kind of a little niche thing that that some of us do, and uh, and I do a lot of that here in the office, and um, it's kind of gaining popularity. I'm just curious, have you ever heard of anything about it? It's more like hand-eye coordination, reaction time, like making decisions faster and stuff like that. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that that's is becoming our game too. Like everything, like we're testing more, we're getting more data and we're like specific things that that's going to make us a better um, athlete in general. So yeah, yeah. I, I've heard of it. Yeah. I had to do a, uh, I had to fill out a form of player that was going to get drafted for major league. And like, they wanted to know like 50 different things about his vision. So I'm sure it's, it's getting up there. So yeah. Cool. Well, well, Thank you. Enough. Uh, uh, what, what are your plans for the rest of the summer? Um, I'm just hanging out. You know, I'm, I'm planning on staying in Starkville for a little bit, working out, and um, we're getting a new indoor facility. So I'm going to take full advantage of that for the last year of my college eligibility. So I'm planning on being there a lot. Um, going back home, hanging out. I'm definitely going to go catch some catfish eventually. But <laughs> That's about it. Where's the new facility? Is it near the softball field or? Uh, it's where our old one was. It's um, they just tore our old indoor down and um, okay. built a new indoor. It's very nice. We're we're blessed. It's going to be fantastic to have, especially since we didn't have an indoor this past year. We were sharing um, uh, the Palmy with baseball, so I'm excited yeah, to get exciting. in there and have something of our own again. Nice. Well, we appreciate you joining us. And, uh, you know, we got to do a, a little plug for one of our places in Starkville. We used to always like to go eat at Ruben's Catfish House over there in Columbus. So if you need some big <laughs> catfish when you're not home, check them out. Yeah, Ruben's. I forgot about that place. Good place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, where, where's your favorite place around town to get catfish? You ever get any in Starkville? Um, yeah, we go to Little Dewey's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much just stay there. I like their catfish and then their pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, I heard on, uh, I don't know if you listen to the Thunder and Lightning uh, podcast, but I heard that today. They're doing a uh, a catfish tour. So uh, oh, Superior, yeah. Superior Catfish has uh, sponsored them. Brandon, this is something that we'd be all about, man. They, uh, they're they sponsoring them to go eat catfish at all the different restaurants in Mississippi and do a podcast wow. And each one, then talk about the catfish, which one ranks them, you know, best ones and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, wow, that's pretty, pretty that's interesting. Pretty, yeah. Wow, yeah, now I think you can get that. them to do some noodling, man, and get the catfish <laughs> that way. That would be better. Yeah. That sounds but, uh, good. Yeah. Well, Brian, we can't thank you enough. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know when we when we put this up. And uh, and y'all, everybody who's listening out there, go check out her, uh, her sunglasses brand. And, and uh, and be on the lookout for johnnypacker.net and uh, and help help us with the calls. Of course, thank you all so much for having me. Thank you. Have a great summer. Yeah, thank take you. care. All right, bye. Bye. bye.